Blog Talk Radio. Boxing, 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 boxing. You're tuned into Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, 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 boxing. Outsiders Boxing Podcast coming to you live. On this 8th of November already, 2020, ladies and gentlemen, women and pimps, all that good stuff. What's good in the hood? I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, fellas, we're starting up, and it's good to be here. It's it's a, a good Sunday, beautiful out here in California. Normally, my guy JP, oh, Uncle JP, always got the upper hand when it comes to what's going on in the weather climate of all the world. For me right now, Central California could not be any more better than what it is right now. I'm telling you, I know that some people would think that, where they been at? We've been working at it. We've been working at it. There's a lot going on in the sport, as we all know. Things that you would probably be, I'd be up most and forward to talk about. Of course. But, oh, shit. The laptop doesn't know me right now. But, hey, you know what? We're here watching football, enjoying the day. Um, been up since the wee hours of the day just to enjoy this moment, man. Right now in Central California, if we could have this weather all the time, we would be in very good hands as all state type of commercials would so say to be. But, hey, you know, so far, fantasy football is what's been popping in the morning. I'm waiting for my guy, DK Metcalf, to do something special. But it's all right. It's all right. Um, but we're going to come up and we're going to cover, obviously, the things that have been in the happening. Um We've had a lot going on, hit and run, <laughs> crazy shit outside the circle, square circle. But, um, you know, nonetheless, man, uh, I wanted to see if we could make something happen before um, the main game coming on tonight, which would be the New Orleans Saints against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we all know, I got my guy A.B., Coming back today. Michael Thomas better be coming back today. Um, so, yeah, man, all is good in the proverbial hood, as they would so say. I'm playing this guy named Ash Ramirez today. He's a friend of mine. He's a friend of mine. But when your name is Ashlyn and you're a guy, <laughs> like, you know, I got to question your upraising. And I wouldn't normally say things like that, but, you know, all's fair 
in blood in war. Good friend of mine. But today, he means nothing to me. He means nothing more than, you know, dog shit that's in the front yard that someone's got to pick up. So, right now, I'm chilling, man. I'm in the building. I woke up feeling dangerous today. I tweeted it. I said it. There's been a lot going on, something that was also not listed in the description of what we're going to be talking about today. is Saul Canelo Alvarez leaving his contract with DAZN and talking about DAZN and what a dumpster fire that organization is looking like right now. I couldn't believe it. I was watching yesterday. Every fight from start to finish, I watched. And we had guys that were somebodies against guys that were older than D from the A43. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so, the zone is the last of my words, but Devin Haney is someone we're going to speak on. But before we get to all that, um, I want to take us to my my main man, in which I've held tag team gold with since 2014, 15, whatever. It doesn't matter. And I want to see how my man Will is doing. Because you know what? In the United States of America, it's a new day. Yes, it is. This too shall pass. All that good stuff. But right now, I said it before, all is good in the proverbial hood. But it's a new era. Oh, Donald Trump is gone. And uh, we have new leadership. So it changes a lot. We were going to do a show on Wednesday, I believe, or Thursday, one or the other. But that was like, yo, the the state of the country <laughs> was, was like, yo, up in arms, you know. It's like a fucking uh, money-in-the-bank ladder match. It was just who's going to grab it, you know? So, uh, give that being said, let's see what's going on with my man Willa. At Willa the King on Twitter and IG. That's my guy. Willa, it's good to talk to you. We're here live and in demand. Popular demand. What's good, man? Man, ain't nothing popping, man, just out here. You know, you say it's a beautiful day out there in Central Valley, California. It's an excellent day out here in Houston, Texas. Glad to be home out here just, you know, thanking the Lord for, for letting us see another day and for allowing your boy to pass the drug test and get the new gig out here. So I'm back at NASA doing that big-time engineering space age shit right now, starting up on Monday at a job that I have no idea what the hell's going on at, but I'm going to be working from home. So we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, man, shout-out to myself for making that happen, being laid off for about three weeks, getting a a five-year severance check that I could just put to the side. You know, got the 85-inch Samsung just yesterday, looking good, watching these uh, games out here in clear crystal HD. Uh, feeling great, man. Uh, got to look look at a little bit of boxing last night. I was out 
out with the wife last night doing a little splurging, you know, eating tapas and drinking uh, champagne and shit like that, you know, just doing baller stuff. And, uh, you know, celebrating a new, like you said, a new day in the USA. You know, we don't have to worry about R.C.'s guy. And, uh, I mean, not R.C.'s guy, J.P.'s guy running the country no more. We don't have to worry about that, so. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, J, we know J.P.'s guy. Um, but, yeah, man, so I got to see a little boxing last night, man, but I'm glad to be back on here talking with the guys. So, uh, yeah, let's get yeah. it. Yeah. Yes, sir, man. It's been good, bro. It's been good, man. Um, I didn't know if it was going to be able to turn out to be this way, but it's a good day. And not only that, but the Houston Texans look like they took care of work today. I've been watching the game. Um, actually, 27-25 right now, but D-Watt is balling, and uh, I'm excited to see that. D.K. Metcalf just got himself a little something-something touchdown right now. So, man. Right now, football is going the way it's supposed to go, and boxing has been going, picking up steam, I guess, so to speak, or whatever. But, um, yeah, man, yo, the Internet has made its rounds with the presidency and, and all that good stuff. I know Seattle Sun hits me up and, and, and you know, tries to force-feed a, a false narrative and things like that, but I, I don't know, man. I <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy times, like legit crazy times. But as of right now, things are going good, man. So we're gonna enjoy the good and the bad. I just brush off, man. It ain't shit. So so far, so good. All is good in the proverbial hood. But Willard, do we have JP with us right now? Because I know he's gonna brag about LA weather and all that stuff like he normally does. But right now, we are equal. It feels great out here. I love it. This is if I had this weather all the time. I mean. I wouldn't have, you know, hot takes as much yeah. as I do. So, JP, what's good, man? Yes, sir. You are loud and clear. Inglewood always up to no good. But JP always has the goods when it comes to takes involved with boxing and so much. So, so JP, Jamil, what's going on, my guy? Good to hear from you, as always. The host of the Relatively Fat and Black podcast. This is my man, 50 Grand. How you doing, JP? Uh, well, R.C., well, uh, thank you for the, the great greetings, as you always do, so swagged out and gracious, as you always are. Um, clarify, first clarification, uh, Willis uh, implied that I guess I, I'm a Trump guy. Not true, not true, not true. But Willa, uh, shout out to Willa, man. He was out there, uh, sounds like he was eating snails and all kind of shit last night, and um yeah, man, God works in mysterious ways. So, man, uh, great to hear that for you and your family. Throw, throw some rims on some shit. You know what I'm saying? Buy a little extra whip. You know what I'm saying? A little whippy whip. That's what I would do. Um, God's vacation is spot. You know, um, right now I'm, I'm having coffee, and I, I bought me a new air pistol. It's a P1. What's this motherfucker? A Crossman P1. It has fully auto, and I'm shooting beer cans in the backyard while my daughters are getting dressed. They're like, Daddy, what's that sound? I'm like, oh, no. I'm a, but they're getting dressed, and I'm going to take them out to the uh, to the alleys or something. You know, I don't know if y'all know what that is, but that's a little shopping area out here in L.A. Um, I'm going to go down there, just get them out the house for a minute, and me and wifey going to the crab spot later. 
called Queen Crab. Queen Crab, if, if y'all ever in L.A., check it out. Um, so that's what I got on deck for tonight. The weather, as usual, man, it's blistery is the description of the weather here. Blistery, it feels like fall. It feels like early winter. Not a cloud in the sky, not a cloud in the sky. It's very, it's a very uh, bright, vibrant blue because it's very windy. And so all the smog and whatever the hell else you want to call it is, it seems just to give us a clearer sky when we have it like this. Um, hoodie season. Um, my wife buys us all Gap sweaters every Christmas, so we're going to have our Gap sweaters on. I finally get to roll out the old Gap sweaters, you know, around this time of year. Um, but, man, a few things to catch up on. Boxing is happening even during this pandemic when things seem to be shut down. Uh, boxing has still given us boxing fans something to be around for, so kudos to those dudes. Uh, a lot of a lot of contractual things happening in boxing and where it seems like these promotional companies are, some could be possibly folding. Some of the, the biggest shark, Canelo, is now a free agent. So wherever the shark lands, there's going to be a bunch of leverage and power that lands with him. And I'm just interested to see how that all develops. So, man, yeah, let's get to it, bro. Let's get to it. Yes, sir. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. There's a lot going on, man. Um, we are we're really actually like catching up from last week and uh putting this week's into at the same time. So it's fucking dogs, man. Right across uh about to throw a fucking peanut butter jar downstairs. But um hey, it is what it is. It's great weather right now, as we say times is uh as is going apart as as we all would like. Especially for me being here in the San Joaquin Valley of Central California, like yo, yeah, I'm 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 ready for it. But let's get to it. Um well I'll start off with you. You have the sound bites ready from the infamous group message that we are in. And these sound bites I'm assuming will be very will be very disturbing because If you look on record, hey, that's a that's a negatory. Oh, that's a negatory right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. Okay, if that's the negatory right now, don't worry about it because we'll give the people verbatim what we have to say about it. It's very unfortunate, so we'll go off that. But we have Deontay Wilder. And I, I know people are like, yo, Devin hated fought yesterday. What the fuck are you talking about, Deontay Wilder? Big bang, take a little bang. So, we'll start off with the big ones. Um, <clears throat> Deontay Wilder finally broke silence about things that went wrong. Mark Breland let go. Spiked his drink, supposedly. His suit was too heavy. Wearing it a little bit before he had to do the long walkway. His mother's breast milk was not that good. And it caused him to have skinny legs as an adult. So many excuses that you would think one by the name of Floyd Mayweather would put out 
if hypothetically he lost a fight. That's what's coming from the Deontay Wilder camp. If someone lost and had to make so many excuses, that's what we have right here. It's not that hard to beat you, bro. You're a big guy who punches hard. And if you get into a ring with a boxer like Tyson Fury, it can happen. I'm sorry. I've had conversations with Nino Celic at OTG, the voice of Central Europe, Australia's own, on the OTG Heavyweight Podcast 2015, years ago. What I thought about Deontay Wilder, no favoritism about him being an American, but for him to come out and break his silence with this, firing their brother at that with the excuses that would give anybody who has the time of day a nice little Indian-style sit-down to listen to the nonsense coming out of Deontay Wilder's camp. And don't get R.C. twisted. R.C.'s seen Deontay Wilder. R.C.'s been face-to-face with Deontay Wilder. Carson, California, 2015. Holla at your boy. Look at my IG. I would never say anything about a fighter that I wouldn't say to him in person. That's me. I've met Sean Porter, and I've never had any nice things to say about Sean Porter. However, I mentioned once before, and I mentioned many times, never call a fighter a pussy or or none of that shit that you see in the comment section and things like that. But the stuff that Deontay Wilder is saying is very, 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 out of pocket, if you ask me, man. I don't, I don't. I'm having a hard time trying to figure out things that the man is is coming with, you know. And to see these comments coming out from Deontay Wilder's camp, if you could just leave it at the the glove thing or whatever, just leave it at that. But it's not. So, well, we don't have the sound bites. But anybody who's anybody already knows it's one week's old news. But. Deontay Wilder, he's got cheerleaders, and he's got people scratching their head. How do you feel about the things Deontay Wilder has came out with? With actions, finally, Mark Breland. In the wake of his um, broken silence, so to speak. Man, when it comes to Deontay Wilder, you know, I was under the impression that he probably didn't need to speak at all. But then, you know, hearing his uh hearing his first little what was it, IG post where, you know, he's he's saying his stuff, doing his little monologue, showing the the proof. Oh, um, you know, it's hard to really deny what the man's saying. Now it's it's you know, it's too little too late, um at this point in time. You know, there's all the UK guys over there that are trashing them. All the uh, a lot of people over here are trashing them, but you know, it's hard to deny the proof. It's hard to deny that something was wrong with that with his gloves. You know, we can't prove that he had uh, a egg shaped weight. You know, that's what uh, Deontay Wilder said: an egg shaped weight that let an egg shaped uh, dent in his head. But you know, if he's got doctors you know, doctor's proof that that happened, then, you know, what can we say? It's, 
the only thing that I didn't get, you know, that sounds a little fishy is that Mark Breland drugs his um drugs his drink. Uh, you know, so he fired him that said he got snakes in the grass. I don't it sounds very it sounds very uh you know, very hard to believe. But when it's hard to believe, those are usually the true things, man. So when it comes to this wildest thing, man, I know it seems like he's just take. it seems like, you know, he's he's doing a lot of making a lot of excuses, which, you know, you can't have excuses for things. You know, excuses doesn't necessarily mean that it's wrong or, or right, but, you know, he can't have excuses and he's making a lot of excuses. But at the same time, he's saying that he just wants that third fight. You know, he's saying that he lost it, you know, that, and he wants a chance to get that title back, man. So I'm with him. You know, I'm rocking with him. Uh, we saw the glove. Hmm. You know, like you said, there's no way to glove defending like that. We saw we saw the guy post that Tyson Fury uh, was. I, I, I don't know what I saw. Was, yeah, no, we saw the guy posting the glove, the, 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 um, uh, what are those things called? The food, See, whatever they got, getting the food cart. Yeah, we got the cart. Yeah, the food cart full of full of bo- uh, old boxing gloves with the padding gone. We saw the guy post that. We heard Tyson's Fury team tell him that they were trying to get his his uh his man. I'm I'm messed up today, but he, he's trying to get his. His, uh, Willa, confidence, Willa, uh, Willa, 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 sounds like you're over here defending the Wilder camp, man. I was over here. Not, I'm not trying to go too deep in it because I haven't brought up the hair. Yeah, no. We all saw. We we all heard that he was trying to get his confidence up. Is the reason why they were why they were letting the pads loose out the letting the padding out the gloves during uh, during training and sparring. We saw a lot of this stuff, man. So, you know, it once a cheater, always a cheater. We saw when the referee caught him with his gloves, uh, with his uh, with his, his fingers outside the glove. We've seen him cheat with the gloves before, so to think that he's not cheating now, even and, and we know that you know we don't know about gypsies over here, but we know the word about gypsies is that you know they might be, you know, on that Eddie Guerrero lie cheating steal type of moves. So you know, it, I can see this guy cheating, you know, and and I think he probably did cheat. What we need to see is this third fight, which they're trying to, which I think Wilder said they're, you know, they're going to the court for it. Um, and that's what we need to see. And I, I believe Wilder thinks he got cheated. You know, I believe that. And, and I think he got cheated. Do we know 100%? We don't know 100%. But those gloves did look a little fishy. He's got a dent in his head, you know, and he got a scratch in, a scratch in his ear. So how do you get a scratch in his ear if his fingernails weren't uh and where the padding, uh, pad, not the padding, where the laces were. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm glad that Deontay Wilder finally spoke out. It took him a long time. At first, I didn't want to hear it, but when you come with the proof, it's hard to deny. So, yeah, man, bomb squad. Okay, all right. But before I get into my disagreement. Uh, uh, listeners out there, out there, the boxing podcast will have the soundboard in his advantage. So I'm behind that ball a little bit, but nonetheless, <laughs> I'm gonna take it to JP before I even get into my disagreement with Willa because JP, um, I feel like 
I feel like if you're not a part of the culture, you can't criticize the culture so much so when it comes to a situation like Deontay Wilder. However, when someone keeps it real, I think it's uh, it speaks volumes in what should be put out about a certain situation. So, JP, there's a lot going on with Deontay Wilder. As you already know, we were, like I said, we're, we're catching up on news with it, but we, we definitely have a perspective that wouldn't be on general consensus type, you know what I'm saying? So, JB, you heard Bullet's point, but I want to hear how you think about this because pacifiers are being thrown around left and right. What is going on with this Deontay Wilder nonsense that he's putting out for the public? Uh, RC, well, it's still like you're saying an, an evolving situation, right? And so it's still a lot of things that need to happen in my estimation, for me to make an, a conclusion. So one thing that has to happen for me to make an, a conclusion is that Wilder has to have a lawsuit. Some kind of court case has to happen. Um, I want to hear Breland say something. But let me first just start saying, I do believe that the gloves are obviously suspect enough to where there needs to be an investigation or it's clear to see you cheated in some way, shape, or form. I feel comfortable enough to say that. However, let's address – that. that's how I'll address Fury in this situation. I feel like you cheated because your gloves are doing things – you got the hamburger helper glove on. How? How? We've never seen it before. Okay? <laughs> Something, something's happening. Um, so let, that's to the side. However – when it comes to making accusations, now I can only speak to, for myself because I've heard so many people talk about this topic, and everyone seems to be different. There's people who are obviously emotional. Mm-hmm. Obviously, okay? Now, I can address that in so many ways. My favorite way to address that is, hey, you motherfuckers cheered for OJ, too. And he's obviously a goddamn creep who didn't give a <laughs> shit about niggers. What about black on black crime? Where's the white women at? Now, I consider myself the soundbite God. But, Willa, oh, yeah, and I forgot to commend you, Willa. You have the dope. I still think even to this day, and I'm still, I'm the God. But you got the dope. I love your intro. You're very creative when you did that. And uh, I need that one right there. That one is hilarious. That, 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 that's hilarious. Um, shit, man, I, yeah, man, I hey. forgot where I was. I know, right? It, it, it threw me off a little bit as much as it threw anyone else off. But I know exactly where you're coming from, JP, because it has a lot of different perspectives coming from it. Because, like, for me, I mentioned back in the day on Nino's show at OTG, I wasn't a big Wilder fan, but I was hoping, like, yo, maybe he's an American who could be a late bloomer or something like that. And then he had success. And then when it comes to this, it, it takes you on a roller coaster event to where it's like, you, hopefully you're going up, then you go up, then you go down. And, 
it's been a mess, man. Dude, it, there's just so many things suspect about Wilder's acquisitions. Now, like I said, to the side we put yep. Fury, I think you did cheat. But I only speak for myself here. I realize everyone's different, and I'm an analytical person, I think. Um, so the person who makes accusations, and this is kind of how um, court is handled. It's a process of elimination with your accusations. The person who's saying this is what happened, their story has to line up just as good as the victim who's going to deny is what happened happened, right? Because so there's so if I say all these if a girl says this dude raped me, we were at a party, these things happened, these things happened, this, this, then we went to my friend's house, and then they do the investigation, and no, y'all didn't go to your friend's house. Uh, okay, that definitely takes away from your credibility. So you understand the process of elimination with the acquisition, right? And so just to start with, there's so many things fishy with Wilder that I didn't like. Off the top, timing. Now, look, I said I want Wilder to say something. Wilder came out 10 months later. Ironically, who's fighting? Gervonta Davis, big night. Um, we got production on the goddamn uh, release. Like, we got music playing, graphics, you know, him and Floyd. Now, I think that whole timing thing stems from Floyd not co-signing him, saying, uh, I forgot what Floyd said, uh, I could help him or whatever, whatever. Or, or no, Floyd uh, said Fury would win. And uh, I think Wilder took it personally, and the, the rumor has it that Floyd has always announced big stuff on Wilder's dates. There's some beef there. I think this was retaliation. Some okay. sort of secret going um, on there. Huh? Oh, I know. I say some sort of some sort of going on there is what you're you're, you're leaning. Right. Yeah. So I think the timing is, is is fishy. Also, and then when you just talk about you know um you you talking about with the chin in it. Just give me something sincere, man. Don't 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 get some kind of fucking little dude who works you know whatever software you know that you know you know I'm getting to some graphic design motherfucker to do your shit. Just talk to me, okay? Um, then you know the the. Then if you have to start breaking down what he said, okay, Breland, this is now you're asking us to digest something never heard of in boxing, where your own trainer spikes your drink. We have, and as far as my knowledge goes, that is unheard of in the history of boxing. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Another thing that you're asking us to understand here is some shit called an egg weight that no one ever heard of before this. Okay, we had that too, <clears throat> you know, and um, you know, and then just everybody from the doorman, the doorman. It sounded like he was going to say the doorman tried to trip him on his way in. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, so it's a lot of things here to 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 digest. And that is, unfortunately, the process of elimination that, uh, unfortunately, the victim story has to add up. Another thing that we're seeing here now, I'm understanding this is all contractual, right? So did you or did you not let the, the, the fucking rematch clause expire? I don't understand. Have, do we know that or not yet? Because obviously Tyson Fury's still fighting on the fifth. You out here sounded like you asking Remember when I did it for you? No, won't you be a man and do nigga? It's a contract. You ain't gotta ask for shit. I don't understand yeah. that part. Somebody yeah. gotta tell me something. So these things need to be explained to me. I'm riding now. I'm riding. 
But I still need I'm to surprised. see a lawsuit happen. I'm surprised. I need to see a lawsuit happen. And, and, yeah. and obviously him saying Mark Breland went out and did this is clear defamation. This will clearly That's stop anybody from, from, from pursuing an income from Mark Breland, yep. from anybody going to want to train for him, if you're going to say he's spiking his own, his own fighter's drink. Definitely. Kenny Bayless was off some drink or something, he implied. So, you know, I'm these things, oh, yeah, they I could forgot, have I forgot about I forgot about the ref part. I forgot about the ref part. But, yeah, you are right, JP, because you know what, man? Even if it's a crazy accusation where it's just some sort of insecurity level that is like, this is why I lost, that's going to follow a trail. For anybody who would like look at Mark Brillen and be like, "Hey, you know what? Do we have to worry about somebody sending him a briefcase and putting something in my drink? That's fucked up." Hey, ain't nobody messing with Mark Brillen no more. Why? It's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So you know, that's that's just simply put, man. It's a lot of things there. Uh, Deontay Wilder is obviously the victim in the case, you know, but for me. It, you have to make sense to me now, you know, and and everybody seems not to like that. I done got into some real smoky conversations with some brothers that they done played the. I'm, I'm a coon, and they be brothers. But you do too, have to go through a Deontay Wilder. <laughs> you know, it, it, shit, it because I, I want to have a process of elimination about your acquisitions. Now, if it was you on the other line, if you took out Tyson Fury and put yourself there. You would hope that boy's accusation makes sense, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's all I'm asking. That's just that's just for anyone. The process of elimination uh, yeah. is fair judgment. But that's all I got to say. I would hope that any accusations would have substance to so because, you know, long ago when Shook Green wanted me to take over OTG, he said, you can have the sauce, but you have to have the cook to it. You can't just have a steak that ain't cooked right without the, with, with just the seasoning on top. That wouldn't do anything to it. So when it comes to something like this, there has to be something to it. Like, and to me, and I'm just keeping it real, like I said, I've seen Deontay. I've, went, I've, I've been face-to-face with Deontay. It's like, yo, I would never say something about somebody that I wouldn't say to their face. And to me, it just seems like some sucker shit. Straight up. And, you know, um, we get that a lot in boxing or any sport where you're, you're, you are your team, tennis or something like that, where it's like just all on you. You got yesmen in your corner. And it's unfortunate. Marcy, it seems like you ain't addressing the fact that them gloves actually is hamburger helper. And how is that possible? Well, you know, I mean, I get it. And I understand that gypsies. The gypsy behind gypsies is whatever it takes is a type of a style. And I've seen videos, I've seen the footage. I was driving back from San Francisco when we first started talking about it. I've worked with people in Frisco that worked that night at the fight, like legit cameramen. Everyone I worked with, they were there, and they they said that Deontay Wilder came backstage and he looked fucked up. He looked bloody. He looked a mess. Um. But, yo, I'm not trying to brush that under the table or under the carpet or none of that. Um, it did look fishy. It did look that way. But if you're, if, if, if you're going to come out with something and that's your accusation, leave it at that. Unless you have, like, some sort of substantial truth about, you know, uh, crabs in a bucket ref 
or Mark Braylon spiking your drink. Like, come on, man. That's you know, it's 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 it's, it's tough sledding, man. Um, I want to give Deontay Wilder the benefit of the doubt. And uh, because, you know, I don't trust Tyson Fury as far as, like, a, a wholesome guy, like everyone thinks, and all that stuff. But And we know this. At any competitive sports level, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, that, like, you know, that has some sort of, mer- like, narrative to it or whatever. But I feel for Deontay, and I was with him on the glove stuff, but once you start going extra level, I kind of he kind of lost me with that a little bit, not going to lie. Um, so that's kind of how I look at it right now. And I think that Deontay Wilder changing his hairstyle, looking like a different person, change of identity. I don't think he fights again. I don't think he fights again. Um, and if he does, I can see him getting in the ring with, uh, guys that we seen last night, like, uh, Zosman, the, the Asian guy that fought, uh, Heavyweight undercard Devin Haney. <laughs> like I don't think he's, I don't think he wants to get back in there with, with with Tyson Fury for obvious reasons. And then I think that it would be you know detrimental to his career moving forward if he wanted to get right back in there. Um, that's why we had the prolonging and things like that and and all that good stuff. Um, so even though it's so even though he says he, so even though he says he's going to fight and he wants that third fight, you're saying he's not going to fight. Definitely not. I don't think he's fighting ever again. No, um, the man changed his entire identity, and he's got braids now. He's you know he's always had braids. He's always had. I don't braids. know about See, that's the thing. What are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always had braids. He had different types of braids. I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. <laughs> yeah, he, he changed his old, identity just like he had the whole know, Westbrook uh, uh, where. Where you got two braids going to the back, the Nipsey Hustle two to the back braids. Those are still braids, though. So you know, I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, How come it's braids? I don't know about all that. <laughs> I don't know about all that, man. I look at it like Jose Benavides is my guy, right? But after Terrence Crawford knocked him out, he's got a ponytail and red hair, and you know, like a change of identity. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, I want Wilder to have success. And I'm not saying that from a, a standpoint of, oh, I voted for Obama. No, it's not that. Um, and we got that boy Simon on. Oh, Lord have mercy. All right. Well, let me check, let me check the score be. first, see if we need to do any clowning. <laughs> no, no, we ain't got to do no clowning. You know why? Because DK Metcalf has been doing work. And you know, me and Sim, we're uh, we're a part of the the low percenters who picked up DK Metcalf this year because th- that dude is looking like that guy moving forward. But this is a Boston podcast. We ain't talking about all that right now. But I'm gonna take it to the 206 in the Pacific Northwest and see what's up with Simon if he's got any comments on before we move along with the Wilder talk because I don't want to get too much into it. We got a lot of shit to talk about. So Sim. First and foremost, top of the morning, brother. Top of the afternoon, actually. Um, how you doing? And uh, what's going on with you, man? We're talking about the accusations coming out of Deontay Wilder's so long silence. Man, what's going on, man? Um, 
I'm actually not doing too well right now. You know, um, you know, being a Hawks fan, you know, I, I've been uh, I've been highly criticized, highly ridiculed, you know, for my opinions. Even though I, I'm, I'm more about supporting teams, not players. You know, that's what this new era is about. But you know, one thing that bothers me is when people try to talk to me about something they don't know about that I have an expertise on. And one thing I'm an expertise on is my squad. And, you know, it's just, you know, we didn't get the job done today. We lost. And a big reason why we lost, the main reason you watched the game, was the guy that all three of you said was the best quarterback in the game, no question. You know? I think, he, I think it was two interceptions, three fumbles. I mean, man. I mean, that, If he would have played better, that you know, if he would have played better, like who the real best quarterback is, then you know we would have been able to beat a team like Buffalo. But that goes that that this is that's who, for another who, 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 day. Who, who, that's for JP show. But we're talking about the guy in South Florida, right? He said what? I said, who's the best real quarterback that you're talking about? The RQB that you 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 have in that's the guy from South Florida, right? No, we're just talking best quarterback. Real quarterback is my own, is my thing. Is my is my is my stat. You know, people use QBR and passer rating and completion percentage and all that weird shit. My shit's very simple. Are you a real quarterback or not? But when we're talking about the quarterback position in general, I mean, if you understand football, if you understand what you're watching, you know what to really calculate and analyze. The best quarterback in the game is no question Patrick Mahomes until proven otherwise. But let's get to this Deontay Wilder situation. I heard you all talking a little bit about it. You know, um, um, you know what, I, what I think about it is uh, it's a situation. And I, I actually mentioned this before, and I could just repeat it. To me, this is a situation where Wilder could have had hit. Wilder could have just kept it to the gloves that he's claiming, you know. And we're talking about a guy in theory that has been caught cheating before. So once you get once you get caught cheating, you know your credibility and your benefit of the doubt goes out the window. So, but yeah. where Deontay Wilder lost me was the suit, the trainer spiking your drink, the the ref, I call him a crabs in a bucket ref. <laughs> but uh, it was crazy. But what a I mean, when you really clown, think about man. it, it's like uh, okay, it's like when you say things like that, it's like we, elaborate. What do you what do you what do you mean by that? But uh, no, fine. We spoke then, about it. We spoke about it. We spoke about it. We spoke about it a couple of days ago when we were talking about it before we're gonna go on the show. This is off the record stuff put on, but not all the way. But like, yo. Well, yeah, it's off the record really for a reason. Take... So let's let's. It's off the yeah. record for a reason. So. I'll let you point. elaborate. But, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But remember that everything, you know. But hey, but look, but what I'll say is, is that, you know, um, then, you know, you you know, you bring up the you know the part with the glove, you know, and that as I said, that stuff's fishy. But then, it's it's a video. It's it's on video. Everybody knows. The trainer, his uh, his his trainer JDs was in the locker room, watched him get his hands wrapped. Why is J? Why does JDs have a job still 
but not Mark Breland. I can understand if Mark Breland was the one that was in the locker room when he got his hands wrapped, stopped the fight when he wasn't supposed to, and then allegedly spiked his drink. But if 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 you're claiming these two different things, Mark Breland had some, you know, did stop the fight. That's that is a fact. Um, yeah. Spiking the drink is an is an allegation, but then JD's was involved as far as in the locker room supposed to check the gloves. It's proven he was in the locker room. Why does JD still have a job? But the people that want you to believe everything that Wilder is claiming talk about pro-black, but it was the black man that don't have a job no more. That's where people lose me. It's selective pro-blackness, pro-black pimping, you know? Selective pro-blackness. Yeah, you know, it's selective blackness, really. It's really selective blackness, but pro-black pimping, you know? And, you know, we've, we've discussed this before in the past, you know, but I just, that's where people lose me. Where's the consistency here? And yeah. where you can say, even if you say, oh, yeah, something's fishy with the gloves, if you say that you the other stuff don't make no sense, oh, no, you got to agree with that too. No, I don't. First of all, I don't have to do anything. That's number one. But... When is the accountability going to be on Wilder? Because you're putting out some serious allegations, stuff that you could be liable for. You know, they could even a guy like Fury, where it did look fishy. That if is true. you don't have the proof, if you don't have the proof, Fury could get hit you with a lawsuit. Mark Freeland can hit you with a lawsuit. You know, and then Kenny Bayless. You know, because he's really insinuating like everybody. Basically, what he—it's almost like he's <laughs> implying that like top-ranked promotions, um, Team Fury, parts of his own team, you know, and uh, and then the Nevada State Commission all conspired against him, right? But this is this. But this is one part that people ain't talking about, which is we all know his, you know, advisor is Al Heyman. Arguably the yep. most powerful man in boxing, or is up there for sure. Has his finger, yep. even though he's not front and center, he's not giving out interviews, this and that, he still is very hands-on the situation. Definitely. Everything that's involved with his fighters, especially a fighter that is one of his highest caliber, he's involved with. So what you're implying is that, that all these things happened under Al Heyman's watch, and it was somehow allowed. Or you could be implying that maybe Al Heyman was involved too because we know one thing about Al Heyman. He actually, from all his people, all his fighters, whether you're black, you know, Latino, uh, whatever, they all had great relationships, nothing but good things to say. I think it's only been like two fighters that have left him in the past and they both and, you know, they both have later on have admitted it was the wrong thing to do. They all have good things to say about how they take, he takes care of them, he cares, blah, 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 whatever. But when you say that, it's like, you know, it's almost like you're saying, you're, it's like you're, it's almost like you're implicating him in a way too. Or you're saying that, like, he just didn't have any control of this situation. All these things happen. Uh-huh. And Hal Haven had nothing to do about it. I mean, if you look at a situation like this, 
Floyd Mayweather wasn't too, Floyd Mayweather, who was by far his biggest client that he had in boxing, yeah, had two big fights. Had two big fights um, where Floyd was the more you know a, you know the better fighter, the more you know the the more um, you know like the the A side in the sense of you know the business side, but but as far as like um, fanfare, as far as like more fans liked this fighter, as far as like. With Floyd, it was more fan. A lot there was. He had his fan base, but then he had like another huge fan base that was rooting against him. While got like these fighters, Canelo and Pacquiao had just huge fan bases where more fans either like you know loved them, loved those two more, or they were just so on their side because they wanted him to lose and they thought he would lose. Right? If if you know that was going to happen under Al Heyman's watch, it would have happened then. You know, something fishy, you know, getting robbed, getting... Now, there was one bad card against Canelo, but still, it was easy work from Floyd, and he got the decision, right? But if there was something that, that was going to happen to rob, to rob, completely conspire, and rob an Al Heyman fighter, it would have been then, because, first of all, there's more to lose with Floyd. He's away... Beating him matters way more than beating Deontay Wilder. You know what I mean? So if all all these groups of so people there would have been, there, and all these people would have got together to take you down, it would have been then. So I don't – that's where it's like I'm not uh, – that's where he lost me. You know, like I said, I'll reiterate. The Fury thing, you know, there is some, there is some stuff that's fishy for sure. And he – like I said, he, he, he lost his benefit of the doubt. And the you know and the trust within boxing definitely everything yeah. else he's got to come with some proof man because like uh, and if I'm a guy like Breland or somebody like I'm gonna I'm gonna need him to come out with a you know um, retract that statement or I got to come back with a suit you know it ain't gonna be me doing no interview or something because that met while they're doing that could potentially fuck. Mark Breland's money in boxing moving forward, saying stuff like that, you know, whether it's true or not, because we know a lot of people, they're going to, they're going to go with it no matter what, you know, whether it's true or not, or if there's proof. So, but I just think that there's a lot of questions that are still unanswered. And the thing about it is you had, the fight happened in February, we're in November now, people wanted you to come out and say something and when you did finally came out and said something, after mm-hmm. being low-key for so long, the best you could come up with is that video, but still no proof? What you been doing then? You didn't hire no private investigators or something to do some shit? You got money? Uh, well, what he's been doing is he's been changing his hairstyle. He's been in Africa, which is, you know, shout out. I ain't got, you know, Michaela Mary, that's my girl. She's been in Puerto Rico the last few days. Respect. But, yo, are we talking to Deontay Wilder? Are we talking to, I wouldn't say Beyonce, like how, you know, Gerard Miller does. But it seems like we're talking to a different person right now. And his identity might have changed according to my own theory. I'm not going to push that on nobody else. But I think once you have your hairstyle changed to the similar effect of Jose Benavidez having a red ponytail after having a nice fade up before you got beat down by Terrence Crawford, it's something to think about. You could definitely put your your um, front finger on your chin and think about it for a second. However, everything you said, Simon, makes absolute 
100 cents to me. Willa is, you know, kind of putting on the Superman cape for Deontay Wilder. Uh, JP said it's hard to be a brother when you're talking about Deontay Wilder. I, I, feel like, I feel like there's facts, but JP and Willa, you guys want to comment on anything that Seattle Simon said before we move forward? No, man. I mean, Simon's making sense. You know, like I said, I just, you know, I didn't. I had a problem with him talking about the, the the drugging of, of you know by his trainer Mark Breland. You know that sounded a little fishy, and like he said, the referee was drunk. I think he said he smelled alcohol on the ref. The referee was drunk in there. You know he had some things to say, but like wait, I said, wait, we don't, right, he, he don't, said that. He said he said the yeah, referee I, was drunk. <laughs> I'll be, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I never heard that one, dude. Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, on the uh, on that little uh, hey, another, hey, add another laugh to the fire. Yeah, you know, so hey, man, but like I said, when when the story is outlandish, it, it could be true. You know, you never really know. Maybe the referee was in on it; he couldn't take it, so he started he started sipping a little bit before then. You know, who who knows what happened? All I know is why I'm just said saying. Yeah, of course fight. it's possible. Yeah, possible versus plausible. Of course, you could say yeah. Could it be possible that that he had an egg wet in his gloves, uh, the ref was drunk, his trainer spiked his drink, um, his suit was too heavy, you know, all that. Yeah, of course, it's possible, but we're talking about plausible, man. And my point is, he would have had it's – like it's like nobody took him to the side, and I could tell he don't have a PR person. Or if he does, they need to be fired and hire me. But – is I would have told him, look, man, we got enough with this story right here with the gloves. Because we know he's a proven shooter. You don't have to come up with everything else. It's like nobody's telling him, like, you don't have to add more to the story to make it more believable. Actually, you're making it less believable and making yourself actually look like a sore loser. And another thing is this. Yes, he's a big-time puncher, one of the best punchers arguably of all time. Yes, he's a tall, you know, rangy fighter. He's, you know, fast and all that. But he is far from unbeatable. And when you start saying that all these things had to take place for you to lose, bro, you might get me to get hit with a dose of reality, dog. You ain't no mutant, dude. You ain't no, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Deontay Wilder, Deontay Wilder, you, you know, <laughs> he, said, he said if you need, if you gonna beat me. The the temperature's got to be about sixty some. This it's got to be a full moon, and the, the the all the stars in the solar system galaxy need to be aligned. Like yeah, sign. Um yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, hey, no. just to wrap the topic, bro. I mean, like like I said, man, there's still some things that have to develop. It's still an evolving situation. There's seeming to be like a pending case. Hopefully, because if there's no p- case. And what was Wilder ever talking about the whole time? There's no foul play here. Um, but there should be some sanction invest, investigation. Some some entity should want to do some investigation. But uh, Wilder is in a peculiar situation because he seems to just be out here in the wind. And I'm interested to see whether he's going to even win, who, who he fighting. Because Fury fighting in defender. And that's that's official. So Fury did do yeah. very yeah. shit. Well, he had the hamburger well, helper glove. But uh Wilder of course <laughs> has to look of elimination. 
process of a but, Yeah, and also with him fighting in December, <laughs> one thing we do know is they had an ironclad rematch clause. We don't know the field details, but the de- we do know the main details were it was the winner gets – the the loser can automatically open up the rematch clause, but they will be a 60-40 split to the winner. Advantage, right? That was reported on both sides. Both sides – yeah, that was the rematch clause, you know? So, but and one thing we do know about these rematch clauses is if the loser exercises that option, the fighter, as long as, you know, there's no other details like what, what you know, Bob Arum is reporting about, like a certain date and all that stuff, that that fighter cannot fight nobody else. It happened with Kovalev Ward. Remember when Kovalev was trying to act like Ward was scared of him and a lot of people believed it because Ward was talking about retiring? You know, Kovalev had a rematch clause. Ward didn't mm-hmm. fight nobody else. They fought, they fought next, and we know what happened. Also, when Fury beat Vladimir, um, remember Fury showed up to uh, Wilder's fight when he knocked dude out, and they did that little um, fake promo and all that, and uh, everybody was like, oh, are you going to see Fury uh, Wilder next? And it was like, no, because Vladimir exercised his rematch clause. And Fury ended up, you know, partying, you know, do, getting into his, all his issues, and then he ended up, uh, <laughs> they end up not fighting because he ends up like getting stripped and everything. But Fury couldn't fight nobody but Vladimir next. It was it was an ironclad contract. It's and binding. Then, and like, then, you and can't then, yeah, get out of it. Of course. And even and even when the first fight happened, Sam likes to rest his laurels on the fact that he picked Tyson Fury to beat Vladimir Klitschko. But we all knew that that was going to happen. I mean. Like, yeah, okay. I mean, that that's cool. Hindsight is twenty twenty. But what I'll say, the point I'm making is that, like, um, if Fury does fight in December like he's planning on to, they say he got opponent, that tells yeah. you the rematch clause, However, for whatever reason, whether it was Wilder not exercising the rematch clause or there was a date to, like, a date, there was a certain date for the fight, to, for them to have to have the fight done by, uh, and if not, the fight, the rematch clause uh, is voided. Then um, that's what that's what it's going to be because Fury can't fight nobody if that rematch yeah. clause what was it was exercised. It's been proven over and over again in boxing. So no, no, most definitely. I'm with we'll see in December that. if he fights him. He fights. We we will see. We will see. And that actually like it kind of. Uh, segues a bit into seeing who someone will fight moving forward because hey, I guess we can move forward to it because Devin Haney, you know, the dream, all that stuff. Kids got a lot of hype behind them. I was showing people who weren't really big on boxing his last fight when he fought a, a Puerto Rican kid with the Green hair and a fucking pigeon chest. Small. Little bones poking out from the chest. Little guy, right? And he didn't look that great. I was like, don't worry about it. This kid that I'm talking about, Devin Haney, he's going to be good. Then I seen him last night saying the same thing. After the first round, I was like, ah, oh, man, this is not going to end well for FC Clone, they want to Yorgos Gamboa. Uh, 
it looked like it was going to end in bad fashion. Um, but Devin Haney really, I mean, didn't do a whole lot. He he posted on Twitter this morning, the name of the game is to hit and not get hit. Verbatim. I'm not looking at it. But, yeah, that's cool. We all now have a problem with that. But when you're going against a 39 years old, allegedly, on paper, we all know about Cubanos and age, you know, <laughs> integrity or whatever. But Gamboa went 12 with Devin Haney last night. And we're, we're, we're talking about a guy, Devin Haney, who is the franchise champion, quote-unquote, AOL style, as Tiafimo says. Um, but the kid who, even on the zone, on the zone last night, let me say this real quick. Shout out to the zone. They talk about Canelo's leave and, and, and how stupid, quote unquote, stupid the franchise title is. It's fucking garbage. I try to explain it to my friends who don't understand boxing and it's hard for them to get a grasp on it. How stupid the franchise title is. The franchise is fucking stupid. And you can take away any word that you don't like to say or words that are, are, are canceled from society today, but I'll never let go of the R word. It is retarded. Fucking retarded. I'll never let that go. Retarded! What the franchise championship is. And shout out to the zone. You would never think you hear RC say anything good about the zone. Shout out to the zone. Besides, uh, Dialetta, what's her name? I want you guys to look this up. I sent it to my friend real quick. Let me. I digress. As I am gonna bring this up real quick for you guys. D i l e t t a l e o t t a. Dialetta Lota, seven point two million followers on on uh, Instagram. Probably the best signing that the zone has ever had. Sideline reporter. Look it up. Thank me later. Anyways, we got Devin Haney, franchise champion, who went up against the Orioles Gambon yesterday. And I was telling my friends about this. When I went to the Julio Cesar Chavez fight against Canelo, the day before, they had Orioles Gamboa's defeat after Terrence Crawford. And I was there front row in Vegas. I can't even remember what fucking buttfuck arena I was in, but I was walking around, and they said, hey, we have a fight here. You want to come in? I was like, who's fighting? They said, Gamboa's headlining. Cool. Go in there. Gamboa lost right in front of me against a nobody in a buttfuck arena. Archive says so. I still have that. Gamboa is a fight that I always like, and after yesterday... Before the fight, I felt just like, man, this is it's the, the the exit you don't like to see. But it turned out to be the exit that was like something you can hang your hat on. Gamboa went 12 rounds with the young lion like Devin Haney. Devin Haney is the franchise champion, right? Tiafimo is undisputed. There's a measuring stick that you have to find the the medium to from one 
or from A to 1A, however the fuck you want to look at it. For me, I looked at that fight yesterday, and I laughed. Gamboa was slow, out of shape, nothing like Gamboa, and still went 12 rounds against Devin Haney. Willa, I'm going to start with you, taking a JP, swing at this time. Devin Haney, performance yesterday, to me, I, I, I guess I'd give it a B level performance or something like that. I mean, I, I couldn't give him nothing more than that. How do you feel, Willa, that Devin Haney did yesterday and what that leads forward to as far as Competition moving forward, whether it be Ryan Garcia or Tank Davis or Teofimo Lopez. Man, like I said, you know, yesterday I was sort of moving around a little bit, so I got to check out. I was watching it in the car as I was moving on. Devin Haney, he looks good. You know, looks like he's got all the skills. He just doesn't have the power. He's a big kid in there, big arms. Looks like he should be sleeping, guys. We've all seen. Uh, you know, what Terrence Crawford did to Gamboa. We saw what Tank did to Gamboa. And, you know, Devin Haney was talking a lot of noise, saying that, you know, it was his turn. He was going to show us what everybody's supposed to be doing with Gamboa. And he didn't really, and he didn't do it. Um, you know, I'm not going to – I don't – I still think when it comes down to it, he's one of the top guys. But I have to see – he's got to show me a little more, you know. Out of all these guys – We've seen Tank finally show that he's got – that he can be the top-notch guy. Well, he'd be the guy that they proved nothing either, but he'd be the top-notch guy. Uh, Tiafimo Lopez has beat two, uh, two champions. Um, I guess uh, Gamboa was a champion before, uh, I believe. So, you know, he got to be – Devin Haney did be the champion, but he got a washed-up guy. Tiafimo's beat two guys that were supposed to be in their prime. Um I don't know what he's got, man. He's a guy. Devin Haney is a guy that's got a. He's got. He's got a lot to prove. Him, Shakur, Ryan Garcia. They still haven't beat anybody. They haven't shown anybody what they've got, man. So I've got to hmm. see a lot more from him. He's got. He's got some proving to do. I don't think he beat. I don't think he beat. Uh, I don't think he beat Tia Fimo Lopez at this cause, time. No, because we'll have a message in our our infamous group message, and like. The one thing I do, like, you know, right now I got mo- I got clout. Right now I can talk to the most shit because Tiafimo is undisputed. You know what I mean? But even if I didn't and I wasn't a fan of him, what he posted with the, the AOL shit on the, the WBC title, like, I mean, he, Evan Haney can't really say much, man, after what, what, what T.O. did and what's going on. Like, right now I think – Devin Haney and uh, uh, Ryan Garcia should do the thing. And right now, the that's JV. Like, Sam likes to say JV and Varsity. Varsity would be, I want to see Tank Davis and TFM Lopez. But, I mean, I don't know, man. Hold up, we, I don't know. I, I don't know. JP, I, let me go to JP. Well, let's, let's, check, let's check JP out before we go to Simon about this one. JP, me, bro, we've been folks for a while. I don't know where we both lie on this one, but for me, I feel like I got big clout on this one when it comes to Undisputed being. I think it's because I had to try to explain to my friends yesterday what the franchise title is, and that bothered me a lot because explaining it is something that I already comprehended. However, 
reiterating it to the masses is something that bothered me because it's like a if you I don't know it's like if you fucking you know step in dog shit and you know how bad it is and you just do it on purpose the next time it doesn't make sense. Um, but explaining the the franchise championship that one Devin Haney obtained compared to what's really going on in the sport as far as Tiafimo Lopez being what the fifth uh, undisputed champion in boxing history, like I would tell my boy this way, JP. I know, but JP, check it out. I was was telling my boys yesterday, I was like, yo, I'm not a hater on Devin Haney. I like Devin Haney, bro. But when you talk about levels and and just steps up, you can't put him in the same sentence with Tiafimo Lopez. And that's just me. I'm not saying that. But, JP, the performance of what we've seen yesterday from Devin Haney against Yorick Escamboa and what lies ahead, you tell me. What is your thoughts of that? Yeah, I've been. I, I'm actually, in my estimation, seem to be opposed to what most people are saying. You know, I'm hearing a lot of people out there saying, like, you know, they feel the the performance was wasn't that great of a performance. I think you gave it a B or a B minus or something like that. I gave it a a, a, a. not an A plus, but an A. Um, put in perspective, Gravante Davis, who whose power we're, we all are really high on, took 12 rounds to get Gambo out of here on a bad Achilles, right? 12 rounds. And it wasn't like he was knocked out cold. Yeah. I mean, he, like, took a knee or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was so, pretty unambiguous. It ain't like it's just easy to put Gamboa out of there. At this, at this point in Gamboa's life, I, you know, I was talking to my, some fellas in the chat. I told them, you know, Gamboa here to get this bag. And get back to his hoes, you know. And hey, 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 JP, day. not 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 meaning to cut you off or nothing like that, but I I mentioned how I was talking to some of my boys last night about Gamboa, but you and me, I'm, like I can talk to you as a boxing fan, but like, do people realize how good Gamboa was at one point? Like on a side subject, motherfuckers don't remember how good Gamboa was at his peak. So I was telling cats. I was telling Cass that same exact thing. I was like, man, this was once the most explosive fighter in the sport. You know what I mean? This dude had a, you know, his hands were just faster than everybody. But, you know, I seen in the first round, dude, I could Snapchat the chat I'm in. Uh, I could snap the chat I'm in. I said his legs are gone. He can't can't close that distance. You know what I mean? And it was a wrap. But Devin Haney, to me, showed – at, at what is he, 21, 22, showed great endurance, ability to stick to a game plan, not get over greedy aggressive. Uh, some could say he should have. I think he turned it up. I think he worked every punch up upstairs, downstairs. The jab was amazing. Um, what I love about him, like, he got them really intense focused eyes. His eyes is like Mayweather's eyes. That's one thing I say about him. Um, he definitely got them eyes, if, if y'all could dig that. But um, just impressed, man, and Gamboa, you know, put in perspective, Tank Davis took 12 rounds. And um, so Gamboa, a game fighter, super uh, pedigree, has a ton of experience, and he was holding on for dear life. But Devin Haney just, you know, 
that, that, that young man right there, man, I'm high on. I'm high on. It's going to be a hard out for anyone unless his chin fails him. I believe he'll continue to develop his craft. I believe he's already hungry. Now, one thing you got to understand, there could be some blackballing going on here because he didn't take the traditional route. Go sign, I believe, you know, he's handling his business a little differently. So when you do that, you do know, you know, they're not so willing to, you know, you you need to get a part of this program if you really want to, to you know, we don't want you to break the mold or nothing. So uh, that kind of stuff can happen too. And, um, but I, I love the performance, man. I think he, you know, people want to knock out, but I think, you know, I think uh, Gamboa took more damage last night than he probably took in any other fight. Just because you don't get the knockout, they, the science will tell you, you know, a person is better off getting knocked out than taking a sustained beating. And I think he took some hellacious shots all night long. Jab was crispy. He was doing a lot of the things he wanted to do. And I love to see him mix it up with them other dudes. Tiafimo will be a great fight. They already have history. And uh, rumor tells it. I've heard Bill say it straight up. I've heard Devin tell T.O. to his face. You couldn't touch me. And um, me and a few other fellas agreed. We ought, to, we ought to be calling that boy Devin the cat name because he got them like a cat, boy. I mean, he can them reflexes is, is something else. So if once once we see that chin get tested, and that's all I basically need to see at this point because from that point on, I'm going to know he's good. So I give him an A for the performance. And if you put him up against T.O. right now, I'm taking him. Oh wow! Yeah, yo, I, I love the hot take, man. I love it. Like you know, hearing a different perspective, um, it makes me uh, think twice about anything I said. And um, I don't think I have to think twice about anything I thought about before because I don't think he stands a chance against my guy Tiafimo Lopez. But I hope it would be a better fight than expected. However, JP, um, I wouldn't say that I. Oh, we agree to disagree or nothing like that, but I was looking forward to something that would be um, a little spectacular, I guess. Um, But, you know, um, Devin Haney, it's a hard fight to judge on. Um, To me, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I, got to go to sign, though, and see what he thinks about this one. This one is a little tight. I don't know. Devin Haney is supposed to do something special. And I would guess, with just cutting all the bullshit out, I wanted to see something special. When I see Tiafimo fight, I seen that Vasil Lomachenko respected his power and was on high alert. Yesterday, when I seen Gamboa fight, I did not see Gamboa be on any kind of high alert. I mean, probably until the 12th round. I know he hit him with a flush shot in the 7th or, or around there. It was nothing for him to worry about. Gamboa had big homie shit as far as mannerism when he's just like in those holding moments where he's just like hands straight down looking at you like you're the little guy. I'm the older guy. And I don't know. I just felt like I guess if you're a guy like Devin Andy, you want to make him worry about your power. But I felt like Gamboa wasn't. That's just that's just me, I guess. Um, Son. We didn't even talk about this at all. I, I I felt like shit. You know, your boy. I think uh, two years ago, I had uh, got tested 
and had about, I think, 7% body fat and was just chiseled in shape. I felt like if, you know, Willow would train me eight weeks, maybe nine, ten, get in good shape, head up to Big Bear, eat right, train right. I felt like if I had, like, the best training in the world in preparation for a fight with a guy like what I seen yesterday on the zone, I feel like I could go 12 rounds with him, 35 minutes, whatever you want to call it. But, or am I just tripping? What was your thought on what was your thoughts on Devin Haney's performance yesterday? Was it that impressive, or was it, you know, less so? Sign, sign, sign. See how it's sign. I'm talking to you. I don't know if you. The Seahawks game got to be over, but. If we lost sign, that's fine. I wouldn't be too bad about it anyways. But I think if I had Will in my corner, JP in my corner, and, you know, we had a big fight coming up for it, I like, I like the chances or whatever. But um, I I really don't know. JP, I'm going to go right back to you because we're going to swing it back that way since Simon ain't here. But, I mean, I don't know, man. I, what I seen from Devin Haney yesterday was a guy who he's found his reach late. Like, you know, he landed some big shots. Um, after he kind of found his range, but um, Brian Garcia, Javante Davis, Teofimo Lopez. It's hard to rank these guys where they're at, but I think that he's got some more to show and prove, man. He's got some more to show and prove. Would you? Would that be a a a, a bad assessment as far as how his performance went yesterday? No, that's fair. That's definitely fair. You know, it's always a matter of, you know, competition. Uh, but I just think he performed well, you know what I mean? Everything was sharp. Like I said in the, in the chat several times, he was sharp as a heart. And uh, I, I like seeing things like that. I think, you know, we don't always have to have a knockout or a knockdown. I think he beat him more uh, dominantly than, than anyone else. Um, all those dudes um, – you could say here or there we're having a tough time with Gamboa. But uh, Haney had no tough – that was 12 straight, decisively, in my eyes. I didn't see any rounds for Gamboa. So, man, yeah, that's, that's all I got on it. I think I think in the ninth round, Gamboa landed a couple pieces on him. I think I probably gave Gamboa ninth and the tenth. Um, but that was about it. But um, – yeah, man. I, I, I don't know. It, it was what it was. But moving along, moving along, moving along, moving along. We have two more subjects to get on, but one of them is a big one. And I know Will is going to uh, – you know what? <laughs> the best part about 2020, a lot of people think 2020 is bad, and I agree with it. But the best part about 2020 is in September, we don't have a show come on where it starts off with – Canelo, no. I hate that song. Willa plays it every year, but not this year. Canelo Alvarez walks away from his contract with Golden Boy Promotions and DAZN. It's been brewing for a while now, but now I can kick my feet up, you know, 
get my margarita in the air with the with the goddamn umbrella in there and just say, wow, it's happening. People are thinking some stupid shit like, did you get a sign with ESPN? Showtime. Independent is what it's going to be. Willa, your guy, Canelo Alvarez, walking away from his deal with his own and Golden Boy promotion. Yo, what's going on? It's called power moves, man. We've seen it done. You know, like I always say, Canelo. Hey, hold, hold on, uh, RC. Let me come right back. Yeah, yeah, no worries. No. So Willow's over here talking about power moves. Um, power moves is what you're talking about, JP. You can't, you, I, JP. Yeah, power moves. Yeah, yeah, I'm back on. I think JP okay. has to. But, but power moves, yes, so okay. like I always say, Canelo, Canelo's father is, is, is Floyd Mayweather. He's the Mexican Mayweather. He wants to do his game his game like that. He's seen that there's money to be made. So don't be surprised if we get Canelo promotions. You know, uh, cinnamon team. See what? The, who's going to buy? Team, who's going to purchase Canelo promotions? Canelo does. Canelo's going to have his own thing. So you know, you got TMT where uh, Floyd's able to make two hundred fifty million dollars a fight, something like that. Be be prepared for Canelo to start making that major bread. He took the move. He got him a good what smooth fifty sixty million from uh from the zone and um. Well, I don't know. He still had a contract with his own, but I think he might still be fighting at, at his. I don't know how that works because it's two different contracts, right? You got Golden Boy, and then yeah, his own. contractually he broke off of both of them. So that's why I'm thinking that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Look, he he might be fighting on Azteca TV, man, uh, doing his thing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Canelo's making Canelo's making power moves, man. That's all it's about. That's all it's about. Okay. All right, JP. Yo, this to me seems like a move that's going to be further uh, agenda-driven for independency as far as how Canelo moves forward this career. I don't think he's signing with ESPN. I don't think he's signing with, uh, uh, you know, uh, Premier Boxing Chan. I don't think he's doing any of that. I think he's doing this on his own. However, he left a lot of money on the table. What's your whole thoughts about what's going on with his own Canelo and Golden Boy promotions and the breakup that they just had. Yeah, I think I think uh, JP had to mute. He uh, sent the text that he had to mute for a little for a second. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, no worries, no worries, no worries. It's cool. Well, uh, I mean, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's it's kind of crazy to think about it. But Canelo has been, like I said, he he got away from the singing shit because what I seen yesterday. They even brought out a fight that wasn't even scheduled because the fight it ended so early that you know they bring in the young guy, and you know it's just young guy versus old guy and shit like that. Um, but whatever, you know. Um, let's move along until we get a, a JP back on this one. No, but hey, something happened with uh, Adrian Broner. <laughs> He's always in the somehow topic of boxing or whatever, but. He got recorded in court talking about having $13 to his name, being locked up for two days, I believe, until he is bailed out by some of his rich friends. And then posting a video of uh, a big rack right next to his ear like a telephone. 
after being put in jail for such reasons. Well, how many fucking times do we got to talk about Adrian Bronner having him some trouble when it comes to legality? And not only that, but when it comes to certain things as, you know, uh, I guess you could say fraud and shit like that when it comes to not paying what you have to be paying on and then flaunting money like that. The man was flaunting money on IG, for those who don't know, went to court about it because he owed over 800000 or some shit like that, got put in jail for contempt of court and not having his shit together, bailed out two days after and then posting again, which got him in jail in the first place of having money. <laughs> Willa, what's going on with Adrian Browner, man? Man, AB's doing AB things, man. This is nothing nothing weird. You know, he's out there. He's trying to make excuses to cop police with the judge, man. It was sort of funny, but, you know, AB's doing AB things, man. We shouldn't expect too much more. You know. Hey, but, but you know what, though, I felt, I, felt, I felt kind of bad, though, like, like when he said in court that he had $13 to his name, I low-key felt like, uh, like, yo, he – He's always been, you know, lavish lifestyle, a lot of kids, I think eight or seven from different babies' moms or whatever. And I'm not putting judgment out there or nothing like that, but I'm just like, yo, my man's always had, like, yo, money issues. He's been, he hasn't fought because he wants $10 million for the last two years. Like, I was worried about AB, like, yo, what's going on, man? You know, thinking about it from that aspect. Hey, but like I said, man, it it was sort of, you know, sort of heart wrenching out there watching him do that. But AB, he's flashing money. He's got thirteen dollars. Then he's getting money from from guys. He don't want to name. He don't. What, no, he did name drop. He's getting money from this guy from Showtime. He's getting money from everybody. He's dropping names, man. But you know, AB, he what he do? I think he's probably already out. He's got a fight coming. He's got money to pay, man. He'll he'll end up having to pay that what a couple of million dollars. I don't know exactly how much it is, but we'll see it happen pretty soon, man. I uh, you know, we we'll just have to pray for AB. He's still my guy. I still want to see him fight. I think he's fighting in January, or something like that. Still want to see him fight. I think he's good for the game. You know, this is just more to talk about, man. More to talk about. More more views he's gonna get on his next time out. Yeah, he. If he gonna fight, he gotta lose some weight, man. Cause when he was in court, he had that big old belly popping out. I was like, bruh, like, come on now, come on now, you know. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, Carla Mayer doing her thing. Uh, I see her IG stories, and you know, ain't nothing but women in there. Sometimes topless, sometimes not, but. At least ain't nobody else going inside there. If you the Scissor I mean. Queen. <laughs> she's, she's got them shears, them long shears out there. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Cut that out, man. Stop that. <laughs> Stop that, bro. Uh, you know what? Um, but, hey, uh, Will, I think I, don't, I think we covered everything since JP and Simon's gone right now. We've been rocking pretty Pretty long here. All right, right, let me, hey, let me get one thing in, R.C. Oh, there you um, go. Okay, JP, we get out of here. Um, now, pray for the brother A.B., man. Now, how much money y'all said he got to his name? 
He said thirteen dollars. He said he had thirteen dollars. And the reason that the reason he was in court was being um owed eight hundred thousand plus for something disclosed. Yeah, man. Uh, deep waters, deep waters. Let's uh prayers up for that brother. Um one thing I want to touch on before we get out of here, Kel Brook came on a Trill Boxing Talk. I don't know if y'all caught that. Now, let me tell you something. I hear the odds is 10 to 1. And Kel, dude, is looking, I mean, he's looking strong, sounds confident. He said it's going to be chocolate brownies everywhere. You know, he's saying, you know, has never seen anything like this. He has never fought a fighter as good as him, as strong as him, and you know, it made me a believer. So that's another fight I'm excited about. Can't wait till we get to that. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you on that, man. I'm looking forward to it. Normally boxing has a good uh, has some good treats coming in November. However, anybody who thinks that Kel Brook would give Terrence Bud Crawford a chance for any sort of uh, run for his money, um, I'm looking at it right now. Hold up. Let me put my password in. That way my girl don't go through my phone. Um, hey, Tim, one I heard. That's unbelievable. <laughs> okay, so um, right now it's a dollar sign R O Y C E R R I L L O. That is my name with the cash app sign. If anybody who thinks that Kell Brook will have a good fight with Terrence Crawford, I'll ask your boy. But yeah, hey, JP, um, I don't know if you were with us still. We talked about the AB shit and, and whatever, but um, I know. Uh, moving forward, that we're going to be having some fights coming up for it, but is there anything else you want to have uh, as far as, hey, maybe we could even have a relatively fan black podcast about football because uh, tonight, you and me, JP, some people might not know this, but this is off-the-record stuff brought on. Me and JP, we're the only ones who said Tom Brady would have the year that he's having right now. And guys like Syme, well, uh, and people who are like, nah, he's an old man. Hang on, do none of that. I'm sorry. The last five games, Tom Brady has had 16 touchdown passes to one interception and is playing like the front runner in the MVP discussion of the National Football League. JB, me and you, we the one percenters when it comes to that. Um, what's going on for the rest of the day for you, man? Because I'm hyped. I'm looking forward to that Saints-Bucks game coming up. Oh, yeah, big time for the show out for America. That, that's what this is all about. It's not ironic. It's two the two Captain Americas. I'm sure they're they're going to show some Katrina shit. It'll be all in tribute to the presidency and all that shit. And Big Tom going to show up, and uh, you know that that's Captain America. So uh, Willa, you already know what's happening between me and you. You might as well go in and cash me out now. <laughs> you know, you might as well. You know, just get that on up out you. Christmas coming up. I'll take that C note you owe me because, you know, it's pretty much uh, decided at this point. Um, so, yeah, big time. <laughs> captain. Expect them to show out tonight. Uh-huh. Clearly going to win the MVP and probably uh, definitely nine times out of ten going to win the Super Bowl. Well, any follow-up before we get out of here? Man, hey, I'm not worried about old ass Tom Brady. You know, it looks like he's doing all right right now. What we got? What is it? Seventh half, halfway, halfway, right? I think it's uh, eight games. We, we ain't worried about that, though. You know, we gonna let 
we're gonna let uh this injury take him down in a little bit. We'll see what's going on. But he's looking good. I can't hate on. I can't hate on. I, I thought Rogers was done. I thought Brady was done. They both looking good. You know, probably some some extra they got in their system. TB twelve plus plus plus. He probably got in their system right now. So you know, they're doing all right. I ain't gonna hate on right now. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Hey, you know what? Uh, I can't wait for the Relatively Fat and Black podcast to come over. JP can host it. I'm glad that we had everybody here for the time that we had them here. Um, We're rocking. We ain't trying to get cut out. So, JP, I thank you much. Coming from SoCal, stay out of time. Up north up there where things are a little Canadian. But and even to my guy, Willa. Hey, Texas was one today because D-Watt was balling. So, speaking for myself, in the San Joaquin Valley of Central California, Houston, Texas, Englewood, SoCal, up to the Pacific Northwest. We are the Outsiders Boxing Podcast. We appreciate you all for rocking with us. Please like and subscribe anytime you see something involved with us because you know we are not giving you media bullshit that everyone else wants you to regurgitate. OVP. Love y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. Y'all rocking with us. Rocking with you. Outsiders Boxing Podcast. We out of here. Mama, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.